Well, gosh darn, it's about that time again. Lo and behold, I can hardly believe it. It's another Monday, I want to say morning where I'm at, Monday wherever it is in the world where you are listening to the Andy and Amanda show. It's the 5 o'clock somewhere show, meaning it's 5 o'clock right now in the UK where my co-host Amanda Love happens to be. Amanda, how are you doing? Hello, sweetheart. I'm doing great, thank you. How about yourself? I'm doing I'm doing fine and dandy, and I can actually ask you because I actually know it's Monday as opposed to Wednesday, and and, and legitimately say how was your weekend? <laughs> my weekend was very blessed, thank you, sweetheart. It was very very good. Um, celebrated uh, my father yesterday, um, as it was a year ago that he passed away. Bless him. So you know mm. the family were on video calls and stuff, and yeah, it was it was lovely connecting and talk about him, and you know having that that beautiful celebration of love for him. So. Yeah, it was, it was good. One, wonderful to to hear that. And again, I'm so sorry about your loss, especially being just a year ago. But there's one Aww, thing we all know for you. sure, and that you know, loved ones and friends and dear ones to us, um, you know, die. And and there's one thing that can never die, and that's the memories that they leave behind. And that's where we need to to live on and cherish, and they will they'll live on forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's great that you were able to do that with your family. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank yeah, you. And I what think, about yourself? Uh, I'm here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Sorry, I cut you off there. What were you going to say, Andy? <laughs> no, I was, I was saying, I'm, I'm here. You know, I'm, I'm, uh, oh. you know, uh, you know. Today um, for me is a very good day. <laughs> mhm. Mm-hmm. Oh, excellent. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Did you. Did you have a great weekend? I had a wonderful weekend. I had a wonderful oh, weekend. I'm happy to yeah. hear that, sweetheart. You know, any weekend we get, you know, you do a little, you know. Um, <laughs> oh, anyway. I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean squeeze one out after you had a big meal? Okay, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, you know, it ain't, it ain't easy being me. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. it, it, it is. It is. Are we clear? Very. Thank you. We are. Yeah. Yes, we are. Yeah, yeah. We're very. <laughs> yeah, it's clear. Lots to talk about, man. Lot, lot, lot of. We had a busy weekend. We had the uh, we had the COVID uh, relief relief bill passed. You know, a huge victory for our president Joe Biden. Just gigantic, and I'm so pleased. We'll talk about it a little bit later, and um, and you know, um, I was going to say something else. I just do you remember what I was going to say? Uh, hang on. Hmm? Okay, thanks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me concentrate. Uh- uh, oh man! No, I'm wait, sorry. Hold, hang in there. Just wait. Just wait. <laughs> I was going. I was going to say something. It was incredibly important, uh, and it was very sincere. I and, want uh, the truth. You can't handle the truth. Well, I'm. Tr- <laughs> I'm trying to give you the truth, but I just remember what it was at the time. I know, right? It's Let okay, Andy. It's okay. There's no pressure. I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got it. I got it. Oh, the, excellent. The, thank you. You know, I, I have these mind. I, we all, you know, you start getting older. Do you ever, do you ever, you know, you're just so much younger than I am, which is why I uh, you know, cherish you just so much. You know, I, I'm into, you know, anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you on the Andy and Amanda show, you must know by now that, um, uh, or those of you that are new to the show, Amanda and I, actually Amanda Cornell, and I, we have never met. The three of us have never ever met. We we were all, you know, somehow put together by universe. We all were on the internet. We I said hi, hi, and you, everybody said hi. Hey, hey, you want to do a radio show? We're like, sure, okay. 
No, but actually, um, <laughs> we were um, we were all put together. Uh, Cornell, who's our show coordinator, really was instrumental in, in moving the show forward and, and bringing in Amanda and I together. And and uh, and Cornell just you know behind the scenes there. And he is on the show for the first time, long time. Cornell, you there? Woo-hoo! Yes, yes, yes. How guys doing, man? There he is. Hey, Bob. Hey, what's up, guys? Y'all ready for the show? No. Yeah. Right. These people are sick. You yeah. people are sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. That's sad, but you know, you, you try and bypass yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I nice. had to. I had. I had a bunch of Kona beers um, this weekend. I had a whole lot of Kona beers, and I had to go buy another case. Perhaps I, know I got. Th- a little bit lucky to get three of them. <laughs> That's a pause. <laughs> Guys, Just you know. Just to clarify, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, uh, yeah, I'll tell you. Yeah. Um, I'll answer the question. You didn't ask okay. the question. You first ask it. Um so anyway, Amanda, what what is going on in the uh, in the UK? Not that I care. No, what is going on in the um, in the UK? <laughs> you don't care. Okay, that's cool because I don't. I do. I I really care. do care. First of all, how's <laughs> Prince Phil- how, how is our how is our our Prince Philip doing? Do you have any updates on how he's? Uh, um, I is think okay? he's still hanging in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I've not really uh, focused on Prince Philip because everything else has been taking um, the spotlight with. Uh, Megan and Harry since the interview. Um, yes. Did you with, catch that by uh, chance? Did, did you see it? It's actually airing in the UK tonight at oh, nine o'clock. It's, so it's 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 great. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll play some yeah. excerpts from that on Wednesday's show. Maybe we'll. Uh, I t- I That'd listened to it in another room. I was I was uh, um I was tied up at the time. Um, oh really? Much too mm-hmm. rough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they were no, I really yeah, wanted no, to I listen. Did. I really yeah. did want to catch it. I did catch some of the audio. I did, I did, but uh, um, and and I did listen seriously, and it's uh, it was great, revealing um, interview. I mean, there's a lot of lot of myths yeah. were dispelled, and and um, you know, mm. if you 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 enjoy it um, there uh, tonight, and maybe we'll talk about it uh, when you've had a chance to listen to it, being from the UK on Wednesday's Andy and Amanda show. Um, that would be pretty cool, like, actually, because they're just mm-hmm. given, like, the summary of, of, of the things that were discussed, and, you know, you don't really get the, the full picture. But, of course, mm-hmm. that's brought up, like, so many other different um, areas, like uh, talking to uh, Harry's best friend about his mental health and, and the state of uh, things there when they were here in the U.K., and, um, you know, uh, someone connected to uh, Prince Charles and his relationship with Harry and how he's not racist. And so there's, there's so many cans of worms opening up over this, which we all expected, let's face it. Um, so it's sure. going to be interesting to see what develops now, um, what the palace think about everything. But I'm so eager to watch that tonight just to, to see what else is being said. I mean, Megan coming forward about suicidal um, thoughts and stuff, that's very brave. Very brave, bless her. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's going to be interesting. Very interesting. It, it, um, it was. It, it, you're going to like it. I know it was. Uh, I, I did catch, uh, as I said, uh, quite a bit of it. And I think yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, yes. Because it, it would be great to get your perspective uh, from the UK, yeah. obviously. 
um, yeah. more, more than mine, you know. Um, oh, you know, they live uh, uh, not too far from me. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they're in California, aren't they? Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, uh, this is, you know, we, we are the Andy and Amanda show. Did I, did I say that yet? I'm not sure people know where they're, where they're tuned in. <laughs> <laughs> who are these fools? I mean, who are these people? Uh, I'm hoping the, they know uh, by the title. Have, yeah. Uh, this is the Andy and Amanda show, folks, and welcome to our program. We are heard and have followers in 15 countries around the world. That number is growing. And also... Um, I think I told you we have Italy, Germany, a growing audience in the UK, growing audience in Mexico. We're in Turkey. We're in Russia. We're in China. We're in South Africa. We're in Peru. We're in Colombia. We're in Brazil. We're in, you know, just all over the place. And I want to thank Andy, our don't listeners. Mars. We also in Mars. Also. We are. Do you remember we did we play Mars? Yeah, we are in Mars. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, actually, yeah, and I actually held a component of the uh, module that's on Mars right now in my hand. In my hand, I held oh. that. It was, this little, wow. this little, imagine something a little larger than a than a golf ball that cost our government over fifty thousand dollars. I held it in my hand at JPL when I had a VIP tour a couple of years ago. Wow. Um, yeah. Oh, so cool. Well, you know how I am about the space program, and I, I, I forgot to. I don't know if I told you or not, but I'm waiting for responses to when. But I've been uh, invited, uh, ninety or ninety-one year old, I think it is, uh, ninety year old. Uh, former astronaut Buzz Aldrin, who was the second man on the moon. I am Buzz Aldrin, and I was the lunar module pilot on Apollo 11. Five, four, three, two, one. Waiting to line that up sometime. I'm not sure when it's going to be, but uh, he's a a phenomenal artist and painter right now and has done some incredible landscapes of what uh, his experiences were when walking on the moon. Accompanied, yes. of course, by the first man on the moon, um, Neil Armstrong. And as we said earlier, you know, it's it's amazing with all the conflict and the and the and the, and the little uh, our fighting and the conspiracies, a little thing back and forth, and yin 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 between you know supposed uh, right wing extremists and and liberals and name calling and bullying, of course, propagated by the administration the last four years. But we won't talk about that yeah. right now. But anyway, it's amazing when you <laughs> when you when you think of all that and where we've been living, and then you look back what we were able to accomplish, what our species, what mankind was able to do. Some way, when those two Americans stepped on the moon, the people of this world were brought closer together. By putting a man on the moon, by these missions to Mars, by having people live in space, and here we are on this planet going, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just unbelievable. And I think we've all focused our attention to the marvels of possibility, the marvels of what can be, what can occur in the future, what the human brain is capable of doing to benefit all of us. And we live there as a planet, as a world, all in the same place. Do you imagine how the world would be different today? And, and, yeah. and the breakthroughs that we would be creating on, on a regular basis all the time. And here we are, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, just um, unbelievable. Like, grow up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know? But, yeah, but some, yeah. people like, some people <laughs> like to live in that world. You know, some people, um, yeah. you know, they do. I'd rather enjoy it myself. Well, I don't yeah. care. You know, yeah, I don't yeah. Care. I've met a few people <laughs> who do enjoy it, you know. <laughs> no judgment. <laughs> but, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I, then I we get, we get, we get all hung up on little things like, uh, you know, what's what's uh, appropriate today and, and ID and, you know, people say another you know, man's rhubarb. I love the guy. I do. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? 
I'm sorry, Amanda, I so rudely interrupted you because we're talking this, um, the news and, and things that are important in our world and our society that oh, we need to talk okay. about. And, 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 you know, we need to, and uh, I've been... Well, after all, what you just said was, was quite important, Andy, let's face it, you know, the current state... What you said was it's very important. I'm, we have that clip somewhere. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> well, okay, so... Uh, COVID cases are dropping still, which is great, and they're, they're throwing caution out there at the moment. In fact, the, the Prime Minister has been uh, live since uh, four, um, so I think that's still going on with live updates. They, uh, they don't want people to jump back to normal too quickly, is what they're saying, is because even though the rates are going down, um, they're as low as they were in September now, so we're reaching you know, a, a decent level. Um, but, of course, all the children have gone back to school today, that's our first stage of coming out of this um, lockdown. That's so fantastic. Yeah, my, my daughter yeah. in college uh, has been study, doing classes online in an apartment in her room. She's a she's first mm-hmm. experience, first year in college, and, and she's sitting in a room in New York across the country, has an apartment, you know, one person per room. She's got a great big room there, but still bigger than a room here at home. But anyway, um, she's been sitting there doing classes on her computer and then doing all her studies and what I guess one would consider homework or whatever, you, you know, her after class studies on her computer in the same room, not being able to do anything. And, um, and that's been her entire experience of college so far. And today, today she's able to start attending some classes. And I think, uh, you know, we're starting to see, uh, some, you know, we're, we're headed in the right direction and, um, yeah. Yeah. Bless uh, it, her. It, yeah. So that's you're going to unusual you, first year. Yeah, it is. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, and that, you know, yeah. part of the college experience, we all, you know, the classes and all the academics and further your career and who you are and developing, blah, blah, blah. But part of that experience, you know, is, is, you know, the life away from home, away from your parents, away from the friends you've had since kindergarten and into this whole new world um, and, uh, and everything that goes along with it, you know, a college mm-hmm. life. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, and it's a shame when you go to college for your first year and you're sitting there in a room on your computer. And that's your yes. whole life. I'm like, huh? Uh, you know? Yeah, that's pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy. I feel for them, truly. Um, I went to college but, in Daytona yeah. Beach, Florida. Can we talk? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember too much about the college, but I remember the beach a lot. <laughs> <laughs> there was no beach near my college, so, you know, you got one oh, up on no? me there, Andy. <laughs> oh, oh. Hey, hey, listen, you know, uh, uh, I forget. You told me you were not vaccinated yet, correct, uh, Amanda? You were not? No. According okay. to everyone, I'm going to be mm-hmm. one of the last ones to be vaccinated due to my age, I think, and mm-hmm. health. So, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I did receive that text. I told you I received the text from the yeah. doctor's surgery. Yeah. Say, oh, yeah, yeah, vaccines, you know, they're going to be happening, blah, blah, blah. But there was no date, and they said they would inform people when, you know, it, you were invited to, to have a vaccine. My mother had her vaccine yesterday. Wonderful. And, yeah, bless her. She um, had it, I think it was like 4 in the afternoon. And um, she oh, what came time back. was it again? What, what time? What time? It was it was about four in the afternoon. Wait 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 wait, wait wait four four did you say four in the in the afternoon? Yes. Four. Right, mm. Yes. Okay, just want to confirm yes. that time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. <laughs> 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 yeah, four. You know, we have to get to the serious part. Of, yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, yes, yeah, you came back. I'm feeling. sorry. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't mean, I don't mean to be so... stupid, ridiculous, obnoxious, vulgar, disgusting, whatever the case may be. I, I apologize. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, Andy, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, anyway, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, so. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, she came back. I said, "How you doing?" She said, um, "Yeah, I'm okay." I said, "You're not worried, are you?" She said, "No, no, not really." And um, her arm was she was holding her heart, her arm a bit, and she said that today it's it, it feels dead down the one side. And I said, "Well, that's natural. You know, there's been a lot of reports of that." Um, and last night she woke up in the middle of the night um, with feeling extremely hot. Um, she felt sick. Uh, but she's she's pushing through it today, bless her. She said, you know, nothing's going to keep me down, and I admire her. And she's uh, she's just happy that she's had the vaccine. So yeah, she's she's doing good, bless her. So okay. yeah, oh, send send her. Our, I, I want to get her. I want to get your mom on her show. You know that uh, we tried to wake her up one morning. I remember. <laughs> you know, I would love to get at, her at on three in the morning. I, remember we did the yeah. show at three in the morning your time, and I wanted to wake your mom and get her on the show. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. I remember. <laughs> I really wanted to do that. There's nothing I could do for me. I told her about that away. the next day. I told her you about did? it. She's like. Yeah, she's like, there's no way you'll get me on that show. I was like, oh, mom. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get Amanda's mom. Uh, listen, you know, watch for the ads. We are going to get Amanda's mom on the show. We are go- we're- I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. If I have to call her personally, I have to drag her on. I want your mom on hey, the show. Andy. I, I, I need to know who the mother is of this incredible, you know, bright uh, person who is my co-anchor on the show in the UK. Aww. I would need to know. I need to know who brought her into this world. Now we need to get her on, no. on the show. That's right. Yes. And after that, Andy, we have to get your mom on the show. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> My mom has been begging me to get on the show. Begging really? me. Every time I see her, Andy, when can I call in? Uh, uh, call in where? What are you talking about? Your show. Your, my what? <laughs> I see. So you're the one putting her off, huh? I am. And all, yeah, oh, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to. Why is that? My mom is, Why is that? My mom's going to come on the show and, and, uh, Oh boy! Don't just don't ask any stories about me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know that's never too right. Question: We go ask. Can we talk? Oh my god! No. Oh my god! Yeah. That'd be amazing. You know? I'd love to speak to your mom. Well, you know. Give this man a beer. I need one. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Go on. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. You go on. Mm-hmm. I insist. Mm-hmm. No, 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 you, you go. No, no, I really, please. Mm-hmm. I know you go. go ahead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I was just um, just going to say that, you know, I wish everybody who's gone back to school good luck and not to stress too much. So I imagine there's going to be a lot of stress right now amongst the, the kiddies and the teachers and stuff. And yep. just say that. Oh, it's, it's also International Women's Day. Woohoo! Yeah, so I'm a woman, mm. you know? Uh, very mm. cool being a woman. I actually like Some women day. much more than I like men. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, go, mm. our Prime Minister has had to comment on it today. He said that um, uh, the burden of childcare and homeschooling has fallen disproportionately on women during the pandemic. And uh, his spokeswoman told reporters he was keen to hear from women in business how flexible working could continue beyond the pandemic. And um, he's hosted a virtual roundtable discussion with senior female business figures this morning uh, and said it was not unreasonable to ask questions about the PM's attitude to women, given some of his past comments and work as a journalist. Ooh, so Mr. Johnson... You said some things, huh? Be interesting to know mm. what he said, but yeah. So, um, well. happy International Women's Day to all the fellow women out there. You know, yo, we rock. Uh, um, um, you do. Ah, oh, we, we wouldn't. Thanks. We wouldn't be here without you. Ah, oh, 
Well, yeah, I guess, but it takes two to tango, right? You have to make time for sex. Uh, say that I, I love when you talk like yes no um it it it, 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 it uh, no you're right no really in all seriousness um that's fabulous I didn't know that so I'm I'm uh, um you know being the sensitive new age guy that I am um um you know we will acknowledge that and we should do so if I I wish I'd known we would have prepared something uh, more commemorative well, you know, of that on the show but I didn't I only woke Thank up you. to it today mm-hmm. I was kind of like oh yeah no. it's International Women's Day okay fair enough no it's great. That's great. That's great. <laughs> well, you know, here, uh, a couple things. First of all, um, you know, I, uh, as you know, every, my entire immediate family and my mother received her first vaccine. She'll get her second next week. But the rest of my entire family here in California and my daughter in New York, um, we're all vaccinated. And we're beyond the two weeks uh, since our second. We had the which which uh, vaccine did your mom get? Which what did she get? You know, which as one? As far as I know, it's the, the AstraZeneca one. Mm-hmm. OK, cool. Cool. We don't have yeah. that here. Um, but I got the, uh, uh Modelo vaccine. Okay. Okay. No, wait, it's not Modelo. I keep, it's, that's a beer. Moderna. Right? Moderna. Thank you. Yeah. yeah I got some Modelo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Does this thing work? You know, Is this working? Can't tell anything yet. I'm waiting. It's like you're to be to start with, Andy, so don't put yourself down. I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yep. no. <laughs> I, I got the, uh, Moderna, uh, you know, well, I'm, I'm, I'm clear. I'm good. And, um, um, and speaking of that, I want to uh, say a few things about that, and that is that um, yes. the the do's and don'ts of because you have about over eight something nine eight nine somewhere near percent of the U.S. population has now been vaccinated thanks to an incredible distribution program. It's been accelerated. We have leadership in the White House. Things are starting to happen in this country. You know, we're on the right mm-hmm. page. We have the relief bill passed. It's just, you know, and we have a new administration. It's just over a month old or so. You know, just unbelievable. unbelievable. What a relief. Anyway, the um, yeah. the, the CDC has uh, made the following um, recommendations for folks that have been vaccinated. And we're going to talk about that just for a second, so you know. Uh, and this would apply to the, our listeners around the world, wherever you are. Um, it wouldn't be any different for anybody, no matter where you are in the world. Um, and here's what you can do if you've been vaccinated. Actually, my notes say, Andy, says, here's what Andy can do. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. No. Yeah. Okay. So uh, <laughs> you, you can... Um, Visit other vaccinated people indoors without masks or physical distancing. Okay. We like that. Okay. Visit indoors okay. with unvaccinated people from a single household without masks or physical distancing if the unvaccinated people are at low risk for severe disease. Skip quarantine right. and testing if exposed to someone who has COVID-19 but are asymptomatic but should monitor for symptoms for 14 days. Are you getting all this, folks? I hope you're taking notes. I hope you're taking notes. Wow. This is so, yeah. But here's the other uh, side of the coin. People who are fully vaccinated, they still need to take some precautions, obviously, in, in many life scenarios. Uh, yes. And using you know, some guidelines, and I think it's important to adhere to some guidelines, uh, that remember to wear a mask and keep good physical distance around uh, people who are not vaccinated or who are at uh, some, you know, to whatever extent, increased risk uh, for severe COVID-19. Um, yes. Or if the unvaccinated person obviously has a household member who is at higher risk, an elderly person, an elderly person who has some underlying conditions, blah, blah, blah. We all know about that. Um, and also wear a mask and physically distance when visiting unvaccinated people who are um, from multiple households. So, um, but we're getting there, and the numbers are. We'll talk about the numbers later in the show, as we always do. And you're right, Amanda. They are 
you know, uh, significantly reduced. And, uh, yes. you know, we, well, yes. on the show, we, I remember we were talking about 4,500 people in a day, human beings, human lives, moms, dads, daughters, sons, uncles, aunts, friends, colleagues, whatever, uh, human beings, human lives, um, done, you know, a day, you know, 20, you know, we, I remember going on a Monday show and saying, you know, it wasn't too long ago, you know, Monday show. And we would say, you know, we talk about this. We'd say, you know, by the end of the week on, on Friday show, 25,000 human lives will be gone that are living right now today. 25,000 yeah. will be dead, gone yeah. forever at the end of the week. And, and, uh, and I'm so glad that we have this, you know, that we're tackling this thing I mean, and it's not over yet. And, and what I've seen here in LA, I mean, there's a lot more traffic now. People are out now of course there's patio dining, um, that I think, and, and cl- this includes m- myself, I must say, I've been feeling, I don't know, with a sense of, of well-being, just the overall better sense of well-being than, than previously we were experiencing. And this is just my, my interpretation, that I think we have we're kind of lulled into an extent, the sense of security where, you know, things are, you know, I'm, I'm out more. I'm the, more people are in the roads. I was down looking at boats the other day and, you know, people are out and, you know, you're stuck like it. I was stuck in a highway. I was going to go to San Diego the other day and I turned around because it's too much traffic and San Diego's not far from me. Um, and I felt, believe yeah. it or not, and there I am going 17 or 19 miles an hour on autopilot in my Tesla. <clears throat> anyway, um, <laughs> so I wasn't really driving, but my, my car was doing 17 and 19. I was going for the ride, but I was like, um, <laughs> you know, I was glad to see it because I had zipped up and down the coast and zipping here and zipping there uh, with like, like, this this is how LA should be, you know. Like, wow, this is a great, you know. Instead of forty five minutes to the to the beach side, it was like yeah. thirty minutes or twenty, you know. Uh, um, and I'm like, well, this is just incredible. This is so great. Yeah. And yeah. and I was stuck in traffic, and you know what? I was loving it. I was like, people are out. People are doing things. They're coming. They're going. They're visiting. Doing whatever. And then I was thinking, wait, 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 wait. Whoa! I hope we don't see a sudden. Bam, you know, a whole uh, skyrocketing of cases again because of this. And, and I might be wrong, you know, and I, I could be very wrong. You know, and, and, you know, I hope I am. I hope we don't see it, obviously. But uh, just in terms of the perception that people are getting now because things seem to be coming down there, you know. Um, yeah. Speaking yeah. of, and we're going to, we have, oh, folks, don't, uh, we have some great guests coming on our show. Um, uh, momentarily too. So folks, we're going to, we're going to get dive back into movies and what's it like to be on set and, and making films and producing and editing and being an actor and doing auditions and what's it like on set and how good is the food really? Um, we're going to talk about all that in just a few minutes with a guest. So, so hang in there and don't touch that dial. Um, but the, um, the, uh, what was I going to say? Do you remember? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, let me think. Do, 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 do. Oh, I got it. Yeah. People being back out. Yeah. Yeah, people are back out, and um, we the COVID relief bill passed, and what a right. what a you know uh, what a great you know you know Joe Biden, bam, you know he puts this thing, and, and not only did he push this thing, but I got to tell you something. Thank you, American people. We did it. We did it. You know, we did this. People responded. They went to their legislators. They said, "We need this relief. We need this help." Um, and the American people uh, did this, uh, bipartisan, cross lines. It just shows, that, again, what, what, you know, we know what we need. We know what it's going to take to move this country forward. God damn it, we did it. We did it. We did it. And we're not done yet. We're not done doing it. You just stand back and watch what we're going to do. We're, we, we've, not, yeah. we've, we've only hit the icing on the cake, folks. Just watch what's going to happen. You watch. Um, but what I want to do is just play a, um, 
uh, a clip. It's kind of interesting because a, a reporter in the press pool at the uh, White House um, kind of tried to e- evoke um, or invoke, evoke, whichever, Donald, <laughs> you know what I mean, um, <laughs> Donald Trump, <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, during a press conference, um, and it, you, I want you to hear the press secretary's response. This is kind of interesting. Um, take a listen. On vaccines, you know, the president has been pretty critical of the prior administration's handling of this pandemic, saying you inherited a mess here. But when it comes to vaccinations, you are following some of the same playbook here. So does the prior administration deserve some credit for laying the groundwork? Which ones are we following? Well, for instance, uh, former Trump HHS Assistant Secretary Admiral Brett Girard has said that you're following 99% of the playbook they created on vaccines. Uh, he has said that, that the prior administration deserves more credit here for at least getting the ball rolling off of these. I don't think anyone deserves credit when half a million people in the country have died of this pandemic. Uh, so what our focus is on and when the president's focus is on when he came into office just over a month ago was ensuring that we had enough vaccines. We have that we are going to have them now. We had enough vaccinators and we had enough vaccine locations to get this pandemic under control. Uh, there's no question and all data points to the fact that there were not enough of any of those things when he took office. Uh, we are open-eyed about the challenge we continue to uh, live under, and that's why he has been focused every single day and doing everything possible to get the pandemic under control. Uh, but those were there were shortages in all those areas, uh, which were preventing us from moving forward on getting the pandemic under control. Go ahead. You know, in- interesting. Yeah, it's great. Great. And that reporter, by the way, was, uh, was I'm drawing a blank on her name. God darn, I'll tune in. To, uh, I'll come back to you on that. But anyway, she uh, was in the White House press pool for the last four years, too. It was excellent. She was, she was, she was great. No, I, I'm just drawing a blank on her name. I hate when that happens. But anyway, um, so uh, just interesting. What I want to do now is uh, we're going to we have more. We're going to follow up uh, further um, on this subject. And I've got some talking points that I want to address for sure. So don't go anywhere, folks. We're going to jump back to this, but more importantly, and also a lot more fun, I think, um, yeah. we're going to, um, we have some people, there are some people for sure. Yeah. No, we have some people. We're going to, <laughs> two amazing guests. <laughs> we're going to bring you two amazing guests. Thank you. I think, do we have, do we have, do we, do I hit the right buttons here? Hello? Are you with us? Hi. Andrew. Hey. Hello. Hey, welcome to How the show, guys. Thank you. Thank you. I'm waiting for my Andrew and and Jake. Hey, how are you guys? Hey, welcome, darling. We're doing good. Thank you. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Thank you for having us. Oh, no, it's a true pleasure. Thank you for coming on the show. I I was love hearing you talk about uh, uh, Moderna. What was it? The beer that you were drinking that you thought was vaccine? I, I, I drank for years and I uh, never got, only got sicker. But, uh, no, it's funny. I know. I hear you. <laughs> I could do it you know, right now, I tell you. <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't easy being me. So, folks, if you do have. Uh, <laughs> guys, so, so um, uh, one, one, I think one, we have father and son, right? Jake and. Uh, yes, yes. Um, terrific, and yeah. and Andrew, yes, one one does acting, right? The, I think the dad, I think Andrew, you you are you've done acting work. You've been in this film, I guess the film that um, that just was released, correct? That we were talking about previously before the show, just a little bit. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm, a, I'm primarily an actor. Uh, I write a bit and produce, but uh, I'm an actor. Jake's the uh, behind-the-scenes whiz, the director, and great writer. Yeah, and, and where are you? <laughs> and you guys are in uh, on the East Coast, correct? Yeah, I um, we live uh, about an hour and a half or an hour or so outside of Philly, but I I'm from Havertown, Pennsylvania, and I think Andy, oh my gosh, I think you're from yeah, graduated Lone Rain High School. Uh, I'm from Marion. Oh my. Uh, so yeah, I, I went to Haverford High School. So yeah. So oh my gosh. We were, yeah. So so that's real close to where we grew up. But yeah, I, don't know I, what I was Andy, but I was um, thirteen when I we, my family moved to Meeting House Lane, right off of Montgomery Avenue there, Albrecht's Flower Shop down that way. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Right there, right there. Yeah. Wow. What a neighbors. small world. Neighbors. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Absolutely, neighbors. And then the last place I lived uh, outside of Philadelphia before moving to L.A. was, um, do you know 309 Paper Mill Road up that way? Yeah, sure. sure. Right, right, right there in, in, uh, in Springfield Township. Yeah, I lived, uh, I lived there for 14 years. Or something like that. Yeah, wow. Anyway, welcome to the Andy Demanda Show, folks. Let's talk about your yeah. movies and your projects. Let's, let's tell, tell us. Speak. And by the way, this is okay. Andrew Hunt. Unless I didn't make it clear, I, we may have earlier, but sure. it's uh, Andrew Hunsaker and his son Jake Hunsaker, both uh, uh, acting and producers, directors, have just um, completed a film which is uh, in the Garden State Film Festival. Now we're going to talk about that. But uh, tell us, uh, tell us, guys, what's what's been going on? What are you guys doing? What's what's exciting in the world of film production? Out where you've been involved in? Well, I'll start, Jake, and uh, um, so Jake and I. Uh, I wrote a script. Uh, I'm I'm 57, and I wrote a script in the year 2000. Um, my wife gave me an idea. Said uh, she said, uh, "What happens?" I've always been interested in what happens when people who sell their soul to the devil have to give it up. And Ooh, I, yeah. that's, that's a yeah. pretty cool premise, right? So, so mm-hmm. I, I started to write a script around that premise, and it was it's called the arrangement, and uh, and. Uh, um, I had some some success with it, you know. I had look a couple of options over the over the years from 2000 to 2013. Um, and my son Jake, who's on the line, he when I first read it was like seven. So it basically, I, I tried to get it made, tried to get it made through the conventional way, tried to get an option and, and have all the Hollywood money flow into me, and I just couldn't <laughs> get it done. So I started to act in 2013 when I was 50, and um, when I was doing the work, I, I noticed that, that a lot of the stuff I was getting, really, I thought my script was better. And I thought, well, let me try and dust this off and do it again. And I ended up getting another option. It was Steve Bing in L.A., uh, Shangri-La Productions. And that went for 18 months. They actually paid me a little money, but not a lot. Uh, and then yeah. once that ended, they didn't pick it up again. And I look around, and, I, and I'm looking at my son, who's already started to do his own films. And I'm like, boy, I got, I got, a, I got a director in the house. You know, I mean, so That's amazing. we, yeah, yeah. So it, it was, it, it was a perfect situation. So, and Jake's a much better writer than me. So we Aww. went through and, and, and toured through the script and uh, updated it. Uh, you, uh, you can imagine the technology changes in the last 20 years, right? Yeah. So, cool. so a lot of it was that, and also a, a lot of character development. And, and we uh, hooked up with a bunch of uh, a film family around here in Philly um, Jennifer Kay and Danny Donnelly and Amy Teresa, a couple of friends of ours, and we started to get this done. Um, and it's so so happy. It took 20 years from gestation to release, but it was finally released just last year or late last year. 
Uh, it's out on uh, demand. Uh, and uh, it stars Eric Roberts and stars Brittany Amber and stars, uh, like I said, Jennifer and, and Danny and Amy, uh, Brian Wilson, a bunch of people. And, and, and we're just as happy wow. as to be. But the, the, the thing I'm happiest about is, is Jake directed it and uh, we were able to produce it ourselves. And uh, it was a real family affair. Uh, in addition to yeah. my other kids were, were involved as well. So it was fantastic. Yeah. That's amazing. How did you feel, Jake, uh, taking on the project? Well, it was uh, definitely an honor. I'd kind of, uh, I had grown up with the script. Um, I remember when my father wrote it, I was about seven years old. So he wouldn't let me read it until I was about 13. And I remember, <laughs> you know, as I read it, I, I thought it was amazing. And, uh, yeah. you know, so I started doing my own films. And eventually, you know, we, we talked about doing the film ourselves. And really, it was just awesome to work with him and everybody else oh, we had uh, established good working relationships with and, Really, it was just a blast to shoot and everything. The whole production was great. I gotta say, I watched the movie. I was very impressed. Very impressed. Um, I love the storyline. I love the plot. I won't give any uh, too much away to all our listeners because I really urge you to to watch it. But you know, I, that whole take on selling your soul to the devil—that is so fascinating to me because you know I think that idea has been around for, for so long. People's had that idea of does it really exist? Does it happen? And, um, you know, you hear all these, these horror stories of that actual, actually happening. And uh, so my take on the movie was I, I really enjoyed it. I loved the, the spin that it was, you know, to the, the police department. Um, and I noticed, if I may say this, um, there's a part where uh, the lieutenant went to that lady and she had the arrangement T-shirt on. I thought that was a great spin on it, a real great spin to see that in the movie. And that she mentioned uh, Jake. Was that based on you, Jake, or um, was that just? Um, I, it, the, the character, not as much, but it was definitely kind of an inside joke, you know, a film inside yeah. a film, you know, yeah. the arrangements. It was because we actually uh, a couple of the characters' names were actually named after me and my siblings. Uh, there was Jake yeah. Harris and character of Melissa and the character of Jessica. And uh, the character of Nick Devlin. So, yeah, that was kind of a nod from my father, I think, when he first wrote the, uh, the initial draft. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I really did enjoy it, and uh, I recommend everybody watching it. Um, that must have been such an amazing feeling to, you know, when it's taken this long to put something that you've been passionate about and actually have it see the day, daylight and, and, and people being able to view it and see all your efforts and, you know, the passion you put into it, um, you know, uh, the similar situation happened with uh, Hugh Jackman with The Greatest Showman and he worked on that for 10 years to try and get that out there and um, it, it must be so beautiful to achieve that and you must be so very proud oh, yeah. I am, I am. No, go ahead oh yeah no I am and actually it's funny you mentioned um, the father and son thing too and not to compare ourselves to David Fincher although yeah. the film itself we were really um, um Influenced by Seven, his movie, but he actually ended up directing a, 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 a script from his father, Mank, this year, which was kind of cool to see that um, as well. But working with Jake, he's he's better than me, um, and he made it better. Uh, and, and working uh-huh. with him and, and, and my my family too, and also my film family, it, it was so gratifying. But filmmaking yeah. is a very very tough business. It's it's a it's a grinding business, but it's the kind of business that you just love so much that you're 
you just keep going because you're so passionate about it, as you mentioned before. But, uh, yeah, it was something else. It was something else. Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy that it's out there, though. That, that's a great achievement. I'm very proud, boys. Very proud. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we are, we are too. It's hard, to, yeah. it's hard to get them out and to have people respond to it now and, and uh, come back with some some just great feedback and, and a lot of positive feedback. It's, it's, it's really gratifying. Um, hopefully it takes less than 28 years to 20 years before we make our next one. I'll tell you folks, the film is called the arrangement and we have both Jake Hunsaker and Andrew Hunsaker. Uh, Jake was the director of the film. Andrew is a writer and actor in the film. Did the screen, and both of you did the screenplay together. I'm, I'm assuming um, but uh, the film is something that you folks have to watch. It's at, uh, or it was in the Garden State Film Festival, and I'm sure we'll be hearing more about it. The, the film basically, without without going, you know, I want to give it away, but it's about uh, detectives, and they they uh, these detectives investigate um, um, uh, some mysterious deaths, and um, and it's it's intriguing and suspenseful, and uh, you know, it, it's, it's it really is. Yeah, so um, it's called I again my arrangement. Heart and where, where can one where can one um, see this? Is this available where on on uh, Netflix or is this is this a uh, Hulu or where can where can not, one see this? To you? Not not yet on on Netflix or Hulu. It's out uh, on demand. Uh, so if you have Comcast or Verizon or Cox Communications, mm-hmm. it, it's mm-hmm. on those platforms. It's actually also out on DVD and through Amazon and Walmart and a couple other retailers. So that's where you can get it in the north in North America. Um, globally, we're, we're inching through to different territories uh, out in India now. If you have friends in India on on a, a platform called we MX do. Player, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. That, that's 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 incredible. Um, please on MX Player, you can go and actually watch it for free because it's a, with advertisements. Um, mm-hmm. We haven't gotten to the UK yet. Now, Amanda, I'm sorry, but we're going to get. Oh, that's there. okay. Mm. That's okay. Mm. I'll let you off. I'll let you off. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm sure uh, I'm sure our UK uh, people all over here would love to see it, and um, I'm sure they will get to see it. And like you said, uh, it may be a way to to do that um, hopefully soon. So it's good to put the word out here because I think it, the the movie deserves it. It deserves the praise. It's it's really well done. I really really enjoyed it. It does. Yeah, it's got Eric Roberts. Eric Roberts. Yes. Yeah. Was, yeah. He plays the pitchman, and, and he's the kind of the well, he's kind of the the overarching villain. Um, yeah. We had him in the film. Uh, and, and, and we did it with a lot of Philadelphia actors uh, who were phenomenal in, in our area, Philadelphia, Jersey, New York. But uh, we did, we were able to get Eric Bowman from LA um, and it, one of my favorite actors of my generation. And I know Jake uh, absolutely loves him. And to have him come on with all that, all that talent, man, all that talent, all yes. that, that um, experience. It, he just was, and, and the nicest guy, but just an incredible acting machine. And, and he, uh, he, he yeah. really captured the character. It was something else. Oh, got the, wow. The cast, we've got Eric Roberts, Brittany Ember, Deborah Twist. Um, and so I, I did, you know, uh, I, um, I, I came out to L.A. Um, do you guys, by any chance, knowing, knowing Philadelphia, uh, Edie Rob or Edie Rodney Rob in Philadelphia, the Actor Center. Either of you know? Oh, the, no, I, I, no. Oh, oh, oh. Ring the bell. I can't. Edie Rob um, is probably one of the most prominent um, uh, managers uh, in LA, and also in New York. She represents uh, the, you know the, the caliber of actors that are that are bringing in a quarter million dollars a week. I mean that. I mean she's 
she's, you know, in that level. Uh, I met Rodney Robb, um, and she represents like the star of Hamilton and, and different, you know, and so forth. But um, they have a, a uh, their company is called Station 3, I think it is, Station 3. Anyway, um, okay. and her, her son, who I know, um, uh, do you remember the movie, um, what was it called? Christmas Carol? <laughs> Christmas Carol? No, not Christmas Carol. Ooh. Christmas Story. <laughs> Christmas Carol. Oh, Christmas yeah, Carol is about Scrooge. Christmas. <laughs> oh, yeah. Christmas Carol. Christmas Story yeah, is a classic. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the movie Christmas Carol? Let me think. Uh, uh, Do you, you remember the character um, Schultz? Yeah. Who, who said, yes. who said um, uh, I double dog dare you, I triple dog dare you. Remember? Yeah, of the, course, yes. That line, that line. Well, their their um, son played that. He was a kid who played that that part. Wow. Uh, but he now is more involved in writing, producing. He just had a, a, a major film picked up um, called The Mermaid. It's being shot or just completed being produ- produced up in Canada. Um, and uh, he, what what they do, it's kind of interesting. I'll, I'll tell you why I'm talking about this in just a second. But he produces. Um, uh, he takes ideas and produces pilots, film, and, and, you know, does, you know, a lot of them with, you know, you throw enough out there, one gets picked up and your life changes forever. And he had a, uh, one picked up by ABC called The Mermaid and bam, uh, up to Canada they went and shooting The Mermaid. I don't, I don't know much about it outside of that. But here's the interesting thing. I, I met Rodney and Rodney is responsible for many, many, many careers who you see of major, major, what you might call quote unquote stars today when they're child actors, just breaking into it. Rodney got them into it, trained them, got them commercials, got them their first work. And now these folks are in their twenties and thirties, John Gallagher. And I mean, it goes, the list is pretty extensive. Um, Aubrey Plaza and, and so forth. So I met Rodney Robb and, and I, I'm what I, what I do. And what most of our listeners know is Amanda and I, uh, when we're not doing a show, I, I play music professionally. I have a 28 career playing thousands of shows all across North America and Europe and recording records and playing festivals. And they're in Philadelphia, the Philadelphia folk festival and Penn's landing and, and welcome America. I've done all these different shows in Philly, but I've played all over the country and I'm a guitar player. That's what I do. And, and a former pilot, that's another story. But anyway, um, so that's what I do. And I met Rodney Robb and Rodney grabbed me by the arm one day. And I was down at his studio and I, I met him and he said, Hey, did you ever think about doing TV commercials or TV shows? I'm like, huh? <laughs> Anything you want about the guitar? I can, he said, I, I want you to come. I want you to come in. I want you to come into my office. I, want you to, uh, I, I got some ideas. Yeah. I got some ideas. Shay, Shay, you'll come see me. Okay. Shay. So, um, <laughs> I, 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 I went to see him and he said, I want you to come. I do this TV commercial class. And I want you to come, uh, my guest, I want you to come and be my guest at, at one of my classes. We put everybody in front of the camera. And I want to give you a script and see what you do. I'm, you're going to give me a what? what, what what's a script? You know? Uh, so <laughs> I, 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 I went and, you know, it's a whole big, like a circle of, of actors. Uh, some from, like you were saying, some people who have done, you know, quite a bit of work in Philadelphia and blah, blah, blah. And he hands out all these scripts and you sit down and then you, you go out, you leave the room, and you, you, you pair up with who he told you they're going to they assign you another person who I didn't know, and you look at the commercial, whatever it is we did, and uh, I have this line, you have that line, here's how we'll do it. Then you go back in, in on the camera, and you do it. And then and while everybody's watching, and then when everybody's finished, they, they, they show all the film clips of everybody's commercial. So I come on, everybody's laughing. I thought they're laughing. I'm like, why are they all laughing at me? What? Come what? 
What? And then as we all leave, R- Rodney grabs me by the arm and says, you exceeded my expectations. I'm like, thank you. Great to meet you. Goodbye. And then I ran into him about a month or two later, and he said, you never came back to my class. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to go to acting class. I'm not an actor. He says, I want you to – you have a scholarship to my school. I want you to come in and be my guest, and, and I want you to sit through this. So I did a couple of more. This is really funny. So I came in another time, and I did a commercial, a solo deal. And, and when I'm finished, the first thing Rodney asked the whole class is, what did Andy do wrong? I'm like, huh, huh. I told you I wasn't an actor. <laughs> and, and, and somebody said he, there was no slate. And to me, a slate is the things you put on your walkway when you go up to your front door. You know, the slate? That's what... <laughs> so I had no idea that, as, for those of you who don't know, Ready? Here we go. A slate is you, you say, hi, I'm Andy Kimball. That's a slate. And then you go on with your audition line or whatever it is. So they knew, when they play it back, they knew who you are. Um, I had no idea of that. But anyway, so a long story short, I got to California. Rodney introduced me to another director. The guy says, hey, I got a, a role for you. And I do the show called – I show up. This is my second week in, in Hollywood. And uh, there I am driving up to Disney ABC uh, and, uh, in, in Burbank. At 6.30 in the morning, and the security guard has my name, gives me a photo ID, gives me a parking space. Uh, they feed me this amazing breakfast buffet, and there I was off to do a show called Family Tools, which lasted seven episodes probably because I was in it. And then I, I did like the whole second uh, – the, the second uh, uh, this season two of Asylum with um, uh, American Horror Story. I played a, oh, a wow. mental pa- okay. Yeah, I played a mental patient for all the right reasons. They, they, uh, would, they, they were debating whether they should let me out. <laughs> So here's, oh. here's what I thought. I, I was back in Philly visiting and I, and an agent called me. As a matter of fact, uh, this is remember, you know, Diane Heary there in Philadelphia. Diane oh Heary? yeah. Of course. Yeah. Sure. So they were doing a casting for a, a movie called, um, the Rocky freed. Yeah. Movie, yeah. Of course, so anyway, yeah. I was involved. In, I, it was a winter gig for me. Just you know, wasn't not no major thing, but it was recurring. And and uh, so uh, I had the idea of in, in California before I went back to Philadelphia of doing this because I, I'm a guitar player. You know, I I'd never taken an acting class in my life, and at that time I had done about twelve, thirteen, fourteen TV shows and various things. I was in like New Girl. I did some I had some lead roles and some indie pilots and some projects. And I don't know anything about acting the business zero. I'm, I'm like, a, I'm watching this thing, not as an actor or an actor wannabe, but I'm watching the whole process as a fly on the wall, like a tourist who gets invited to go on set to see what it's like to do a movie. But I actually was in it. <laughs> and so I had this idea and I was doing a pilot for a TV show that got picked up called, called Silicon Valley, Silicon Valley. And, oh, um, wow. Oh, wow. And, and, why, and I, they didn't have me on the show for all the right reasons. But anyway, uh, I was in, the, in the, some kind of pilot for it or whatever it was. And why um, I was there and we were between takes and I was like leaning against the wall with my foot up against the wall. And I'm watching, as you guys know, and I don't, didn't know, all the people that were involved. When you see a, a five-minute scene or less in a movie, folks, or TV show, that crew and those actors could be there for 12 hours. You just wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it. And I couldn't believe it. And, and I'm watching, and half the stuff you see on TV, let's, see, let's be honest, maybe more than half is crap. I mean, some of it comes and goes, and you, you can re- a lot of the actors, they, you can take them out of one show and put them in another show, and you, they all kind of have the same. I mean, today, it's just a, a lot of the, 
I don't know. I don't watch much TV. Um, so I was thinking as I'm watching all the people behind the cameras and the very few people in front of the cameras, the actors and then the stand-ins and so forth, I said to myself, how did all these people get to be here doing like, like, like Jake, like, like Andrew? How did you get to be and do what you're doing? And you made this major motion picture that's going to be distributed around the world that's making headway in, in film festivals, and you were there, and you got it done. Like, where did you, how did you get to do that? And, and you look at there's somebody you know, who's having dinner in Podunk, Iowa, and they start to go watch TV there after, after dinner, and they sit down and watch TV, and you wonder how many people watch TV and think about – how, did all, how do you do that? Like, how do all those people, not just the people in front of the camera, but the people behind the camera? So what I said to myself was, the cameras are faced the wrong way. The story here is not the actors in front of the camera. The story is the lives of all of these people and the actors. And how do the actors get to be the actors? How, how did you even get to do that? And the story plot came, like, I got flushed with this idea. I got to make a TV episodic called Casting, where we examine a bird's-eye view of the acting in the film business as seen through the eyes of emerging actors and producers and casting agents and managers and blah, blah, blah. So I went to Philadelphia, and I started it. Bam, bam. I started this TV show. I got the whole 10th floor of the Boris building. Uh, um, I got the, the uh, Chickies and Pete's gave us the restaurants to do sets in. People were giving us more sets. I got bowling alleys. I got casting. I got all this stuff that people were giving us. So um, I started doing this, and you know, you know how these things – and then I went back to Hollywood. But anyway, <laughs> but we had 167 film clips. But to me, like you were saying, how hard it is to make a movie, how incredibly – I mean, all the technical issues and the, and the auditions and the, the, the greatest thing I, I liked about the audition, I played this character named Steve and I had this living girlfriend in this TV show, like an artsy sculptor, you know, flannel shirt, long hair. And when we put the breakdown out there on Actors Access, I had, I think, 167 women that wanted to be my living girlfriend. I'm like, you know, I'm like, this business is okay. <laughs> <laughs> the power of TV, right? Uh, unreal. Like, there I am, you know, I kept you know, you're this guy, you know, and you, you, you know, you know, guys and girls are on match.com and all these things. The hell with all that. Just go be in a movie. <laughs> but anyway, it, it, it is, uh, no, it, it, it is a, uh, attractive, uh, bunch of folks you get to work with and, and they're very talented and how you do it is a little help from your friends, right? I mean, yes, we, we had a great, a great bunch of folks who, who helped us. And, and in terms of sets, we, we had a very small crew. We had like maybe six or seven people, one of which was me and obviously Jake. Um, and, uh, but it, it was, it was a, it was a running gun production, but people were committed. It's funny. You mentioned that you mentioned Aubrey Plaza, um, just yes. to get a, mm-hmm. a, a little tie in there. Danny Plaza is Aubrey's uncle and he's local and he's in the film. Yeah, he, he's um, a police officer. He's Danny a police Plaza, officer. I, he's, He's a Philly cop. Yeah, yeah. And he's yes. a, he's a, uh, and in fact, he gave us a little bit of advice on some things too. But uh, I was in a couple things with Danny. Um, it, yeah, but doing doing uh, doing it is is just you really together with passion and commitment and uh, collaboration, right, Jake? You got to have a lot of people. Absolutely, it's definitely the most collaborative art form, really. I think out there. <laughs> how, how did really, you guys? Oh, yeah. Tell us, because this is what I was just talking about. I think it's intriguing also for a lot of listeners, because we have had you know, actors on the show and producers. And as a matter of fact, we have a, a – uh, I think we do still. Let me check here. I think we still have a C1, who is a, uh, a video production and film person. C1, are you with us? He was. All right, yeah, anyway. Yeah, uh, okay, good, yeah. 
yeah, C1. Hey, uh, right. Welcome to the show. Welcome, C1 welcome. is a uh, he's done. Uh, he's a video producer and film producer in Philadelphia, and uh, is joined the show. But anyway, uh, Jake and Andrew, tell us about you know from day one. You wrote this screenplay and this this story, you know, a while back, and it took all the all this time and energy. Can you walk us through the process of how one comes up with this idea, and then bam, there's a movie. I mean, it's not, you, don't, you don't snap your fingers. We know that. But because we've talked about this and we've had questions come to us, we've had callers and emails, can you take us through the process and, and talk to us a little bit about, about behind the scenes of, of how these things happen? Yeah, well, it's just uh, it's definitely a strenuous uh, process in terms of just really everything. I mean, you want to make sure the script's entirely right before you move on. I mean, even though you'll find, you'll, you'll find yourself making adjustments later to it anyway, even though you think it's done. Um, Beyond that, you, you have to cast people and make sure they're the right uh, ones. You try to get your dates down initially. You know, you want to get them set in stone and get people to agree to them. Um, you have to secure locations, which is always a pain in the ass, but we were able to kind of, you know, I was able to leverage a couple things. Like I had a, uh, a college professor who let me use a TV studio at, like on campus, so I used that for a couple of the scenes with the senator. But really, it's just it's organization and it's just uh, it's really just organization, honestly, and, and hopefully, you know, commitment from everybody involved in the project, because because really, I mean, if somebody drops out and you've already filmed something and, you know, you have to scrap their part in the film or you have yeah. to go back and rewrite. So it, it really yeah. is just being as organized as possible before you start anything and making sure that people are really on board with your vision and what you're trying to do. Yeah. And how, and how about the how about getting it funded? How about how about the the, the funding? Uh, well, in in our case, we actually we, we self finance this for the most part. Um, typically, that's not the route I would recommend for a, a lot of filmmakers. Um, it's hard to do, but uh, it, it, usually you can try to find maybe like grants or maybe like you know GoFundMe campaigns. I've seen some some friends of mine that are filmmakers use GoFundMe's. And they've been, you know, relatively successful, at least at, you know, getting maybe half their budget or a quarter of their budget. Um, but, yeah, we, we, we finance this one ourselves. So we, and I can't give you too many tricks in terms, no, of, I know. In terms of that it's, way. It, uh, unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable. And what, what projects do you have um, coming up now? What's, what's, what's on the boards? Well, I have a – well, this is a screenplay that I've been writing for a little while. I kind of shelved it when we decided to start working on the arrangement and, you know, retooling that script. But um, I have one, it's another thriller and it's basically about a group of uh, indie independent filmmakers that are trying to shoot a horror film. And they basically go beyond, uh, they they basically trespass on private property in a heavily wooded area. And essentially the cops are called and basically someone dies and it turns into almost like a, a guerrilla warfare battle between a couple of police officers and an independent film crew that are trying to escape. So that, that, that's what I'm mm. working on right now. I also, Ooh, I, I always have different, I always have different short films I'm working on. And then um, I'm also in talks to direct a pilot of a potential series. These guys, uh, some good writers came to me with this idea and I'm not going to give away too much of the plot, but I'll tell you, they sold it to me as, Boogie Nights meets Breaking Bad. So that's all I'll say. Ooh, <laughs> wow. That's intriguing. <laughs> wow, F- fabulous, fabulous! And uh, how long did it take you to do the uh, the film, the arrangement? How long how long of a process was that? 
Well, we probably started, you know, lightly preparing for it in the sense like when we really decided we were going to commit to, to doing it, it probably took at least a year and a half of really kind of like trying to get money together, making sure everything was good for that, starting to cast people, which wasn't as difficult as you would think sometimes just because we knew, we know so many great actors around the area. So we were able to kind of, I really, I had a a pretty clear idea of who I wanted, you know, from the beginning. Um, But I'd say a good year and a half of preparation. It took like, I think 16 days to shoot. And all in all, with like post production, like it was probably it was at least probably eight or like maybe eight months, and that's mostly wow. because you know like yeah, you, you come back, you think you, you think, anytime you're you're editing a film with somebody and, and you think it's done, I mean it, you always end up finding something. I swear, I watched the film <laughs> a thousand times, you know, and I, you'd still yeah. find something that you know you want to do adjust, you want to adjust or change, and it really yeah. is a seemingly endless process. It feels great to to honestly be done at this point, even though it was such a great experience, but it really was like, I, I still like wake up in the middle of the night, like, wait, is it done? Like, is there anything else I have to do for this film? <laughs> well, wow. you know, yeah, it, it, it's a grueling process, I'm sure. And it, it never ends. And I think, I think what you said earlier, uh, nailed, I mean, it, there's a lot of things somebody can, can do with their life and, and professions that they, or jobs, or it might be a career that they can pursue. Um, and I think the, the industry that you serve and I think you know, continue to and, and I think, uh, of course, we wish all the very best with this film and it looks like you're, you're into it. And, and it's, it's, a, it's something, it's not, it's one of those professions where it's not what you do, it's who you are. You know, it's who you are. And, yeah. and you get, yeah. and it's just this driving passion um, that, uh, um, and, and all the best to you with this. I mean, it's so, so great to, to see and, uh, and to hear you know what, what absolutely you've been able to accomplish and what you're doing it's just just absolutely fabulous fabulous and again um, thank you thank you so much it's uh, Jake Hussaker and I want everybody all of our our listeners uh, just to check out the movie look at it on the internet see if you can download it it's called the arrangement and uh, we'll put a link to it on our website um and, uh, you know, we, we, we aim to, to please, and, you know, it's a small world we live in, especially, you know, again, we're talking to an audience around the world right now. And then our, our podcast is, uh, is repeated many times and all the, you know, iHeartRadio and, and Pandora and iTunes and all these different places and our, our distribution after the live show. And by the way, folks, our live number is 515-605-9888. If you want to chime in and be part of this conversation, you can talk about whatever you want to, uh, but we welcome you on board. But anyway, um, on the podcast, obviously you can't call in live. It's recorded, but we do have a quite a, a, a network of distribution channels that will be hearing this and hearing you and hearing about this film after this conversation is, is, is long past. So um, we just want our listeners, whenever you're listening to the show, to definitely uh, check out the arrangement on the Internet. See where you can download it's it. So you can watch worthy. it. You will, you, will, yeah. and, and you will enjoy this film. And what's cool, if I could say this, I think I'm saying this without being a, uh, spoiling anything. It's one of these where somebody pretty much gets, somebody gets killed. I mean, not pretty much. Get, how do you pretty much get killed? How do you, how do you pretty much, somebody pretty much gets killed. Not really, they kind of, they kind of get killed. They don't really, you know, they kind of get killed. Um, if somebody gets killed, then you see the, the life and the image of the next victim. Can I, is that okay to say without spoiling anything? Yeah. Okay, I can. No, definitely, that's fine. Okay, yeah. thank you. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, but it's amazing, so, absolutely amazing. 
So you've got to see this uh, film. And so your next, your your next pro. Well, let me ask you a question. Before you did this film, you were you were doing acting work yourself or production work, or where what what led you into doing this? Um, not really acting. I actually had a small cameo in the arrangement. Um, I was one of the prisoners towards the end of the film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, um, no. I, my background really was more, I was more of a writer to start off. I mean, I, I have always been a huge, like a huge, huge film nerd, film fan. And I've always written, you know, different like stories and the guy in the script writing pretty young. Um, but so my background was more of writing and I always kind of studied different directors. I was always, you know, on like sites like no film school. And like, you know, I was always trying to, you know, learn stuff on my own. I took a, a class or two, you know, at, in school, I, 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 I kind of just wanted a, a well-rounded, you know, actor, but really my, my background really was writing. I, I, I act, I, I can act a little bit. I'm, I'm not, you know, the actor my father is by any means, but I'm definitely, I'm, from, I'm definitely from a writing background. That's amazing. That's terrific. And your again, your dad is. His job is being an actor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a, and and he had he had a, an obligation. Uh, he had to uh, leave the uh, conference uh, the, the conference call here um, a little while ago because he had a, I know he told us he had a prior appointment to attend to, so he's not on the line right now. But uh, um, I'm going to ask you another question. Um, so have you did you get out to L.A.? I mean, have you have you been out to to L.A. and 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 been networked at all, or you know, kind of done any? Any connections out in, in Hollywood? <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I, I have never been to LA. I'd like to go. I have a, I have a, a you know, a couple of friends who have been there, have lived there, and you know, everybody tells me I should just get out there one of these days. And I'm nearing that point where I'm kind of like, you know, <laughs> just you know, drop everything, and go to LA. You know what I mean? But yeah, no, not not yet though. I, I have not been to LA. I'd like to though. I'm sure yeah, I'd there, like it. There, there. I have, you know, I've traveled extensively. You know, extensively. I've been, been, been domestically especially internationally a little bit but domestically i've been everywhere both as an airline pilot and also as a touring more so as a musician than a pilot a pilot you see the airport and a hotel you know but as a um, as a musician um, i've i've toured a lot and been to a lot of places and have just been wow that's cool and you know take out my little sony walkman recorder and and walk through the streets of aspen the next day you're watching the space shuttle go up on a beach in florida and you know just taking in the world that we live in and i gotta tell you something after moving to Southern California, I hate every time the plane takes off, I can't wait till it lands again back here. The people, the traffic, whatever. I got to tell you, folks, if you have not been to California, this state offers so much. The people are, are for the most part, and there, there might be some folks that debate me on this, but my experience being from the East Coast my whole life, my experience in L.A. is that it's a more, even though it's, it's a big city, people are kind of the umbrella here. The, the overall feel is more laid back, a little more community oriented, you know, you're, you're talking with somebody like, like we're talking now. And so he says, Hey, it's really cool that you do that. You know, I know a person that's working on this or that can help you with that. Let me give you their info. I'll, I'll, I'll put you guys together and, and just, Oh yeah. You're, oh, you're doing that. Wow. You know, I know somebody who does that. Let's meet for lunch tomorrow, whatever. And, and that's been my experience here. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm 30 minutes from the beach and I'm, I'm 10 minutes from the mountains. You know, what you can go. I know, I know people who, who just, to speak to, to, to say they've done it, have skied in the morning and gone surfing in the afternoon. <laughs> you know, that's and, uh, that, that is, that's amazing. It's funny you, you <laughs> mentioned, uh, you mentioned Southern California and LA. I have a good friend of mine lived out there for about 10 years and he's a, 
a musician, a, a stand-up comedian. He does a bunch of stuff. My buddy Carl, he was, <laughs> we were out one night, and uh, this guy was trying to argue with him about, like, why he didn't like L.A., and he was, you know, the guy was trying to tell my buddy Carl that, you know, he didn't like L.A. And Carl was like, what, do you hate, what, what, do you hate basketball? Do you hate pretty women? Do you hate good weather? Do you hate mountains? Do you hate beaches? He was like, how do you hate L.A.? And it was just a, a really memorable conversation. Oh, you're from Philadelphia. My, my experience, here's what is not in L.A. You know, growing up in Philadelphia, you know, having also lived in New York and traveled a lot, you know, Boston, Philly, New York, up and down. Um, in those cities, as big as they are, they feel kind of a warm hometown kind of feel. You know, the, the, those narrower streets. The, and you walk downtown Philly, you kind of, you know, you, a lot of times you'll see somebody you know or new or a friend or whatever. Um, and it just seems like a warm community oriented. Here in LA, it is so spread out and so vast, there's no community orientation whatsoever. So when you get out here, you're in like this big kind of broad, plane not in terms of airplane you know but a flat kind of a plane um that you have to create your life in your community and it ain't going to come to you you've got to go out and create it and being from philadelphia i found that philadelphia was it's you know just a smaller town in a way you get that warm kind of small town you know you know everybody's kind of like hey, hey, hey rocky you know here. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I know all about that, man. Yeah. <laughs> I can definitely attest to that Philly camaraderie, man. Oh, absolutely. There, 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 uh, yes. Sorry, yes. I think C1 wants to ask a question. Well, he's not allowed to. No, go ahead, C1. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, oh, C1. What, what's going on, Andrew and uh, the Huntsigers? Um, I just wanted to say salute. I didn't really have a question to ask you guys, but I wanted to say salute because I've been online. I've been watching all you guys' progress and everything with the arrangement. Um, big up to you guys. And I actually had the chance, I, I had the pleasure of being on one of you guys' sets in Philadelphia with, uh, uh, I think it was, well, Jennifer, Jennifer Kay was there that day. And yeah. I think Eric Roberts was on set. And you guys were... Somewhere in West Philly, and I, I I was with you guys for that day, so I'm glad. Oh, you man. Yeah, that, and what'd you say? Oh, no, I was just no, thank you, man. I I appreciate that. And I, yeah, okay, I remember that day. And, uh, Jennifer yeah, Kay, I was, man, I was she's great. Pictures for you guys. Yeah, okay, of course. Yeah, yeah well, you know, thank you for that too. Thanks for thanks for being there, and uh, <laughs> I appreciate I appreciate you know the props, man. It was it's that. Nice to kind of make it here at this point, you know. So I, I really appreciate that, man. Thank you. Yep, and uh, uh, I wanted to say just congratulations because I see it's hitting the film festivals and everything. So that's good to see. Like, especially I didn't see where it all started, but I was there and witnessed some of the process. And then just from, like I said, from the uh, social media, I was watching it grow, watching the project through you guys' Instagram and Jennifer's Instagram and stuff like that. And you know, hats off to you guys. Thank you. Thank you, sir. I appreciate oh. that. For sure. It's amazing. You, oh. you, you got you to get out. You got to get out, too. Well, let me know. You know, we'll stay in touch for sure, and we're going to be watching what what you do and, and uh, you know, following the, the film, The Arrangement. Look it up on the Internet. The Arrangement. The Arrangement. Um, directed Actually, by make the arrangement Jake. to watch The Arrangement. Make, yeah. make the arrangement to watch The Arrangement. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we'll be watching the film and, and watching what you do. And we'll stay in touch. You know, I'd love to get you out. Um, 
here to L.A. And uh, maybe if you get out here, you'll come into our studios and we can do a, you know, a show live and maybe get some other guests here. But it would be great to, uh, to have you uh, to come out here. And, uh, and I think uh, you also, being from the same neck of the woods where I'm from, once you land out here, there is no going back. I mean, it's just uh, – you know, it's interesting. I've met, people, I've met people here in L.A. who've never been further east than Nevada. And I tell them, you know, if you go to Philadelphia or you know, being from here your whole life, once you go to Boston, Boston's my favorite city, I think, in Seattle. Boston, Philly, New York, you probably won't come back here. You know, it's, it's so distinctly different. You know, and if you've been here your whole life to go to a city where they're shouting Rocky and the Eagles, you might say, this is pretty cool. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, spot on, man. No, and I'd love to, though. That'd be, that would be, that'd be wonderful, man. I would, I would love to uh, stay in touch for sure. And definitely, you know, CLA sooner than later. And, you know, definitely the studio with you guys, Andy and Amanda, everybody, that'd be, that would be awesome. It would, it, it, it would, would be, be really cool. Be great. Uh, I'm coming to uh, to Philly, and at the end of April, we'll be doing a show. Um, and and you know Cornell, who's our coordinator, um, and put the show together. Um, he is in Delaware, uh, just to the south of you there, and uh, we have never met. You know, 250 some odd episodes of the Andy and Amanda show. You know, heard around the world. Uh, none of us have ever met. We, I, Amanda and I have never met. Um, and Cornell and I. We haven't. No, but I've always wow. asked. Um, I, I've always asked uh, uh, Amanda, you know, questions, you know, like um, to attain you know, your epic ass. Can you describe your exercise regime? Oh my people, God. they do a website. Yeah. It costs me three dollars. <laughs> yes, <Yeah, see? laughs> You see what I have to put uh, up with, Jake? <laughs> yes, see. Catastrophe. Yes, yes. <laughs> it, it's oh, you know. Boy. I'll tell you. I'll tell you, um, but the um, yeah, but it would be great to to get you to come on out here and uh, um, you know be part of the show live and and uh, maybe you never know I'm I'm coming to uh, to Philly to meet Cornell for the first time um, at the end of April. That's hey true. Cornell, are you, are you with us? Yes, I'm still here. It's a great we, we show. Should... Hey guys. Hey. Man, Hey, C1, I look forward to meeting you, too. C1 has been a great – he's been a great guest. C1 has been a guest on this show oh, God, before the election, and we, and we battled out. We have different political ideologies, and he's wonderful. And he's a good friend of the show, and he's been calling in, and, and um, love when C1 gets on the phone, and we, we speak our minds, and it's always been a real fun time. Um, and, of course, he's a, he's a filmmaker himself, uh, a video production person. I, I, I guess a, a filmmaker is one that, that – Writes the film, you know. See, one you're more in the production end, right? The film that many of the cameras. I'm more on the production, production side, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll make sure I had that right. Um, That's awesome. And see, uh, one hopefully we'll get to meet. We we we've spoken a lot on the show, and we've talked about different things and and the business. And hopefully, uh, my visit to Philadelphia towards the end of April, um, we'll be able to to meet as well. And Cornell, we should do a live show. You know, uh, we should do the show where you and I meet for the very first time and broadcast it live. Definitely, I'm down. I'm definitely down. That's cool. When we meet, do we get to shake hands or do we got a fist bump? We get ah. shake hands. Man. <laughs> we get to. We get to wait. We, you know. Uh, hmm. Good question. I think do we get we, to uh, shake hands. We get to shake hands. Hell yeah. Hell okay. yeah. Okay. All We're right. shaking hands. Right. Andy, We're shaking okay. hands. I'm flying to Hollywood with and <laughs> never coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, bless. Yeah, 
I'll be you know what? Yeah. You know, Amanda, how do you put up with this? And I guess men sometimes don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I kind of feel like the mother in all of this. Like, you know, looking at you boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you, I, you know. But, uh, I rather enjoy it myself. I do. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun being around you boys. Uh, for anybody listening, we have a lot of fun on this show. We really do. And it's uh, it's very... The boys like to surprise me with little things. You know, they keep me on my toes and I love it. I adore it. I adore you. <laughs> I, yes. Amanda's, you know, my, my internet girlfriend, you know. We've never met. We've, uh, we've, we've, the you said we were married. What's going on? Oh, we're married. Oh. That's right. You're my internet wife. My internet wife. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I, got, I gotta say, guys, it's I mean, it's it's crazy to me that you guys have never been in person because you guys all seem to have such a great like on-air chemistry here. I mean, really, it's a great show. Thank wow. you. You know, I, I, I gotta tell you, we uh, we appreciate that. We have like followers and listeners like all over the world. You know, obviously, eighty knows it because our international audience is gaining in in pop in listenership. Our numbers and and the gross numbers of listeners and followers in the United States goes down as our international audience goes up. You know, the number of United States followers goes down a little bit. I think we were before at one time we were 85% of our audience was right here in the United States. Now it's 78% with a, a very large audience in Mexico and the UK and, uh, and Italy and Germany and France uh, and, you know, just all over. Um, but it, what we want to do with this show, just so everybody knows, and you never know who's listening I know, I know some people who are listening, and this is for you. There's some people that I know who are listening. This is for you. Okay, ready? Okay, ready? Okay. What was I going to say? <laughs> and I guess men sometimes don't know what to say. Mm, yeah. I'm thinking, oh, yeah. We, we... <laughs> yeah. I wanted to say... I must apologize for not being here to greet you personally. Yes, yeah. but some, someday... I will. I promise. No, what I wanted to say was uh, that we're looking to get the show on Sirius XM or possibly on a syndicated FM radio network and stand by for that, folks. But right now we're on the Internet. We're enjoying our life here. Of course, we get a, uh, uh, away with a lot more here than we could on radio. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so anyway... <laughs> Know what I mean, Amanda? You know what I mean? Amanda knows uh, what I yes, mean. Yes, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> you, know, you know, but we always, we, yeah, you know, um, I don't know. But I'm, I'm glad. Uh, Cornell, what do you think? Maybe that's a question it. you should ask China. No, I'm asking I think, Cornell. Hmm? I definitely do. What's that? Yeah. You should ask China. China, yeah. what's that? <laughs> that's so knowledgeable, people. Yes. Yes, yeah. yes. But anyway, um, so I was going to talk about a couple of things here, and I, I want to get into it. I might actually have to dive into um, – this is a lot of fun. This is always a lot of fun. But I want to talk about uh, – um, as a matter of fact, I want to talk seriously, really, about uh, Joe Biden's um, – I guess you want to call it speech or announcement after the, um, the, the relief bill was passed. And do you guys know oh. – well, uh, this excluding uh, Amanda, do you know we're each getting – Fourteen hundred hours. Everybody know when? that? When? Yeah, tell me. <laughs> yeah, when? <laughs> yeah, when? No, when? When? Uh, <laughs> we, we, uh, Joe Biden, he can, he can, 
<laughs> I love it. She runs. We love you. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. Um, I can't understand what he's saying. I, I I listen and I can't understand what he's saying. I need some. Can somebody translate for me, please? Yes. Um, the um, what he said was. Um, what did he say? What did he say? Um, what he said was. I am Dracula, and I welcome you to my house. <laughs> yes. I thought he said that. What did he say? He said that the. Uh, that the that the black and Hispanic people don't um don't know how to use the internet or something like that like they don't have computers. Wow. wow, something like that's that. That's what he said. That, that was I, I mean that's one of the things I remember him saying. Wow. Yeah. I I don't. That's um, crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. The um. But what we're we're going to do is is I've got uh, no he you know this is such a a great thing for the whole country what what's going to happen here and um, I don't know anything about this I, I got to look into this but because this affects me personally uh, even though I I was able to skate by the big student debt because my my girls got the great scholarship rides from the colleges you know, pat on the back pat on the back girls pat on the back Andy anyway um, but there's oh, still good. some students st- yeah oh my God can we talk. Um, but there's still some student loan that I'm I wouldn't have my kids pay it. I'm going to pay it, but it's very it's very minimal. But the, I believe even with it being minimal, the first ten thousand dollars of a student loan is being erased. So that even though it makes it even more minimal. Um, and I, I don't know if that is part of the bill or not. But, but I'm I, I was going to pay the whole student loan back. Just bam, write the check. And then, um, you know, I told him, hey, I'm going to pay your student loan. I'm going, hey, thanks, Dad. I'm just going to pay it. Don't worry about it. Happy, whatever. Um, and then I saw that, wait a minute. First of all, you can delay your student loan payments. Folks, for those who are in a similar position to me who are listening, you don't have to pay any student loan with no interest due yet until um, October. So, so I held off on writing that check. And then the next thing I hear is the first $10,000 of which you can eliminate. So I wonder, for those of you who did write that check, do you get that $10,000 back now? Is that refunded to you? I don't, I, I, we've got to look into that because there are people in, in my shoes who are parents who have kids in college who this is important, and it's important to me, and we'll, I want to dive into it a little bit further, um, and we'll, we'll investigate that. But, uh, and, uh, yeah. and gladly so. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Every once in a while, I talk about something that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you know. I promised you nothing. Yes. Uh, but anyway, um, so we want to yeah. thank Jake. Thanks for joining us. Andrew, thanks for joining us. Um, Absolutely. C1, how you been, man? Another day in paradise. Uh, I'd like to hear that. You know? Ten fingers, ten toes, two eyes, one nose. I'm good. How about you guys? Love it, love it. Yeah, doing you know, good. Gratitude and, and watch this. I I gotta say this because I, I was listening. I was listening to the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel good. I'm footloose and fancy free, and guess no vaccine. So something's wrong Woo! with me. <laughs> something something is wrong with me. I wish I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know why I can't. It's not working on me. I can't see myself running to let anybody poke me with anything, and I feel fine. Yeah. Um, I don't I, get I, it. I don't get it. You know, I, I was, I, I was, I, 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 I was not going to get anybody even on my street sick. Nothing. Yeah, I was. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I have not had the same experience. I've seen. As a matter of fact, I've lost 
four now, uh, three, three friends and one person who I knew of, who I didn't know was a friend, but directly from COVID. But so I've had a different, and I, in my neighborhood here, I have seen people who have been affected. So I, my, my experience in life is a little different than yours, but that's okay. You know, it's okay. But what I, I do, I've been seeing, I've been seeing Fauci. Have you guys been seeing Fauci flip flop? Like one minute he has it, next minute he doesn't, he's, he could do this. You can get the vaccine. Then you got to wear the mask with, it's like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I, I'm just, just my common sense, like the same way I get in the car and, and, and drive, and if I see a pothole, I steer out the way. I didn't yes. see anything that made me steer out the way, or I, didn't, I don't know what the whole world saw that I'm missing. Okay. Uh, the, uh, the, I was hesitant. As a matter of fact, Amanda and I talked about this extensively early on and, I, and, and with other people I know too you know, off the air, uh, I was not going to get a vaccine. I was like, when this thing first came out, I said, no, you know, you read the way it works Same. and it doesn't, it, yeah. And man, and I talked a lot about this. You know, we were saying, I'm not getting this vaccine. You know, I'll, I'll hang out. I'll be safe. I'll be whatever. Just live the life I'm living. And I'll wait a year or two or three or maybe never um, and not get this thing. And, um, and then, you know, time moves on, and, 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 and I've got family in the medical profession and in the science world, you know, direct, you know, I know people who are involved in this uh, hands-on um, and learned more about the vaccine and learned more about how it works and what it is. And we've talked about it extensively on the show a while back um, about the, the, the properties of it, what it does uh, physiologically and biologically and how it works and how it's different than any vaccine that's ever been known to man. That didn't happen in a year, by the way. It, it happened, it started 17 years ago. There's no way we could have developed a vaccine in a year but anyway, I got both, and I had zero reactions, none. I'm I, a little bit of a tiny bit of a sore arm. I'm fine, whatever. I'm good. Um, you know, my mom just got her vaccine. She's 91. No reaction whatsoever. And, and what I've heard was, see, one, this is funny because I heard, well, you might get headaches and nausea and this and that and crampy and whatever, and it's only lasts a day, then it goes away, and that means it's working. Well, for me, I didn't get a damn thing. And I'm like, uh, that means it's that means it's not working. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, listen, yeah. we're running oh. out of time, and, and I, wanted to, I wanted to go into uh, – Wednesday we'll pick this up because there's definitely some, some news clips I want to play and things I want to talk about. We'll get into it Wednesday uh, that we didn't get to do this show. I want to thank both Jake and Andrew Huntaker, uh, producers, directors, actors of the movie The Arrangement. Thank you so much for being our guest on this show. C1, you're welcome anytime, man. Always a pleasure having you on, um, and maybe we'll meet – We'll meet back in, uh, in Philly when I get there with the Cornell. That would be great you. to meet you, man, and say hi and grab a beer. It would be great to do. Um, Amanda, take us home. Okay. On behalf of Andy Kimball in California, Hollywood, and myself in the UK, thank you to Cornell, our uh, coordinator, for joining us. It was a pleasure, as always. Thank you, C1, and thank you, our guests, for joining us also. And thank you, listeners, for sticking around with this craziness, and we love having you. So stick around for the next show. Take care, folks. All the best. See you next time. Bye.